فَيَوْمَ إِذِنْ So that day, لَا يُسْأَلُ He will not be questioned عَنْ ذَنْبِهِ About his sin. Who will not be questioned about his sin? إِنْسٌ Any man, وَلَا جَانْ Nor any jinn. What does it mean? People will not be asked about their sins? There's two types of questioning. When people are asked about their sins or about their crimes, there's two types of questioning. One type of questioning is for the purpose of getting a confession. Did you do it? Right? Getting a confession. That is one objective. It is to inquire, did you do it or not? Are you guilty or not? And that is needed before punishment. On the day of judgment, no one will be asked to admit to his sins. Why? Because the sins will be obvious. They'll be written in records. The testimonies will be there. Sa'iqun wa shaheed. The shaheed, the angel will come. The body will speak. Correct? So there's no need to ask. But then there's another type of questioning. Questioning for the purpose of reproach, rebuke. And this will happen. This type of questioning will happen. For the purpose of reproach, rebuke, embarrassment and punishment. As in Surah Hijr, Ayah 92, Allah says, فَوَرَبِّكَ لَنَسْأَلَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ عَمَّا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ We will ask them about what they used to do. Not because Allah doesn't know. He already knows. Not because they will not be proven guilty. No, they'll be proven guilty by the presence of their sins, by their records, and by all the witnesses around. In Surah Muddathir, Allah says, إِلَّا أَصْحَابَ الْيَمِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ يَتَسَاءَلُونَ عَنِ الْمُجْرِمِينَ مَا سَلَكَكُمْ فِي سَقَرٍ The criminals will be asked that what brought you into the fire? قَالُوا لَمْ نَكُمِنَ الْمُصَلِّينَ They will say, we didn't use to pray. So they are being questioned, they are being asked. Why? For the purpose of reproach. And we learn that sinners will not be asked about their sins. Criminals will not be asked about their crimes. It's the victims who will be asked. As we learn, وَإِذَا الْمَوْؤُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ When the girl who was buried alive will be asked, بِأَيِّ ذَنْبٍ قُتِلَتْ What crime did she commit because of which she was killed? So Allah will not ask the killer, rather He will ask the victim. And this is again, Embarrassment and greater punishment for who? For the criminal. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ يُعْرَفُ الْمُجْرِمُونَ Why is it that the criminals will not be asked about their sins? Because they'll be recognized. Recognized by what? بِسِمَاهُمْ By their marks. By their appearances. Distinguishing marks. That is what sima is. Remember, a person's spiritual condition will be his physical condition that day. Those with iman will have bright faces, happy faces. And those otherwise will have different faces. As in Surah Qalam, Ayah 43, Allah says, خَاشِعَةً أَبُصَارُهُمْ تَرْهَقُهُمْ ذِلَّهِ Their faces will be covered by humiliation and disgrace. فَيُؤْخَذُ بِالنَّوَاصِي So they will be seized by their, by the forelocks. نَوَاصِي plural of نَاصِيَةً And نَاصِيَةً is the forelock, the forepart of one's head. والأقدام and the feet, plural of قدم. They'll be grabbed by their forelocks 
and their feet. So how will they escape? فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Even this is Allah's mercy when a criminal is punished for his crimes. هَذِهِ جَهَنَّمْ This is hell. أَلَّتِي يُكَذِّبُ بِهَا الْمُجْرِمُونَ Which the criminals used to deny. As in Surah Tura, Ayah 14, Allah says, هَذِهِ النَّارُ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ بِهَا تُكَذِّبُونَ So, يَطُوفُونَ بَيْنَهَا In hell, what will happen? يَطُوفُونَ بَيْنَهَا They will go around it. They will circulate. طَافَ يَطُوفُ is to go around. بَيْنَهَا Between it, وَبَيْنَ حَمِيمٍ And between boiling water. What kind of boiling water? آنٍ That has been heated to the utmost degree. Hamim, as you know, is... Extremely hot water, scalding water, burning, that meaning if you touch it, you get burnt. And anin, from ina, which is to boil and cook something. So they will go between the fire and the boiling hot water, circulate. What does this mean? That one punishment will be followed by another punishment. Punishment of burning of the fire and then the punishment of hot water. I mean, if you think about it, water is supposed to bring relief. But here water will be a source of punishment. Such water that they will drink and it will also be poured on them. As in Surah Hajj, Ayah 19, يُصَبُّ مِن فَوْقِ رُؤُوسِهِمُ الْحَمِيمِ It will be poured. In Surah Ghafir, Ayah 70-172, Allah says, إِذِ الْأَغْلَالُ فِي أَعْنَاقِهِمْ وَالسَّلَاسِلُ يُسْحَبُونَ فِي الْحَمِيمِ ثُمَّ فِي النَّارِ يُسْجَرُونَ From the boiling hot water to the fire. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ You have the comforts of life today. What are you doing with the freedom that Allah has given you today? Won't you save yourself from this end and make use of this time, this blessing that Allah has given you? وَلِمَنْ And for the person who خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ خَافَ He is afraid of مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ The position of his Lord. For such a person are jannatan, two gardens. Maqam, the place of qiyam, place of standing. And it's used for position, place, location, status. What does this mean? There are two meanings of this ayah. Firstly, the one who fears the position of his Lord. He fears the position of his Lord. Meaning he knows that his Lord is great. That his Lord is the most powerful. You cannot hide from Him. You cannot run away from Him. That You must obey Him in all conditions, in all circumstances. So the one who fears the position of his Lord, and this fear is what stops a person from wrong. This fear is what pushes a person to do what Allah wants him to do in every situation. Only man khafa maqama rabbihi. The other meaning of this is, that whoever is afraid of the standing before his Lord, the maqam in front of his Lord, meaning he's afraid that one day he has to stand before Allah, before his Lord, and his Lord will ask him, he will question him. And so because of that fear, he leaves what Allah does not like. For such a person are jannatan, two gardens. Previously, Two punishments are mentioned. Fire and boiling hot water. Here, two gardens. In Surah Nazi'at, Ayah 40, Allah says, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَنَّ عَنِ الْهَوَى You see, fear of Allah leads to stopping oneself from following the desire. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ 
which blessings of your Lord will you deny? Dawata afnan. These two gardens, what are they like? Dawata, they both have afnanin, branches, meaning dense, with dense trees. Afnan is the plural of the word fanan, fa nun nun. And fanan is used for thick, long, straight branches. Just yesterday I was looking at a tree and lots of branches in it. And as I approached it, as I drew closer to it, it actually looked scary because I couldn't see the trunk. Couldn't see it. It was so dense, the branches were so like going up and down, kind of wavy. And it was scary. From a distance, yes, it looked nice. But from close up, it looked frightening. Fanan is such a branch that is long and straight. Long and straight, not intertwined. And when it's long and straight, firstly, there's elegance in it, there's beauty in it, and it doesn't look scary. And if you want to pick something from that tree, you want to pick some fruit, it's easy. You know when you go berry picking or fruit picking, and then you see that apple or that peach or that strawberry or that berry hidden within the branches, you see it, you want to access it, you want to reach it, but you get hurt in the way. Afnan, easy to access, right? Then it is also said that afnan is a plural of the word fan. Fanunun fan. And fan means type, no, variety. So these gardens with trees of, of different varieties, having different varieties of fruit, it is said that in every branch will be a variety of fruit. A variety of fruit. You understand? That if you want, for example, apples, then you have to go to the section where there are apples, right? And then if you want a peach, then you have to walk all the way there. Or you have to wait for the truck to come to take you there. You know what I'm talking about? Right? This is what everything is available wherever you want it. The wata afnan. Both the gardens are like that. Fabi ayi Fihima. In these two gardens are ainan. There will be springs, two springs, tajriyan, both flowing. Both of these springs will be flowing constantly. And how beautiful that sight is. Somebody said that in Jannah are aynan, tajriyan. There are two springs that are constantly flowing. And there for who? For the one who fears his Lord, right? And who is the one who fears his Lord? That who in this world from the fear of Allah, he has aynan, two eyes, that tajriyan, that flow with tears. How appreciative your Lord is. How generous your Lord is. Fihima, in these two jannat, there are min kulli fakihatin, every type of fruit, zawjan, two kinds. Every type of fruit, two kinds, two varieties. What does it mean? We see, for example, a typical categorization is fresh and dried. Right? Fresh and dried. That is two major categories. Others have said that zawjan, what it means is two types. As in one that is familiar and one that is unfamiliar. Because one that is familiar, that you're used to, that you're accustomed to, you're not hesitant to try. You know what it's like. But then there comes a point where you get bored. So you want to change. You need excitement. Right? So then there is the unfamiliar kind also. To always keep that 
thrill, that fun, that excitement. فِيهِمَا مِنْ كُلِّ فَاكِهَةٍ زَوْجَانٍ What are these categories exactly? Allahu a'lam. But remember that there is in Jannah what no eye has seen. فَلَا تَعْلَمُ نَفْسٌ مَا أُخْفِيَ لَهُمْ مِنْ أَعْيُنٍ The point though is that there's endless amount and varieties of blessings. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ مُتَّكِئِينَ They'll be reclining عَلَى فُرُشٍ Upon beds. Plural of the word, فِرَاش. And فِرَاش is used for a mattress or a bed or anything that is spread so that one can lie upon it, rest on it, feel, you know, sit comfortably. That is فِرَاش. So muttaki'ina ala furushin. They'll be reclining on comfortable beds. And these beds, what are they like? Bata'inuha. Beautiful. Bata'inuha min istabraq. Bata'in. What's the root? Bata'anun. What word comes to your mind? Bata'an. And where is it's inside? You don't see your bata'an. Right? Alhamdulillah. Then there is bata'in also. What is bata'in? The opposite of? Zahir. Zahir manifest, batin, hidden. So bata'in is the plural of the word bitana, and bitana is used for the inner side of something. Meaning that which is hidden, you don't see it, it's the inner side. Lining. So the lining of these firash, of these comfortable couches or beds or places where people are sitting and reclining, the inside is of what? Min istabraq. Of silk. Istabraq, heavy silk. It's made of silk. What about the external? What about the outside? That's not mentioned. And this is what the Sahaba said. That if the inside is of silk, then what do you expect the outside to be? It's not mentioned because you're not going to understand it. It's just too beautiful. Indescribable. Wajana And... The fruit of al-jannataini, of the two gardens, danin, hanging low. Jannah, from the root letters, jim, nun, ya, janiya, is to pick fresh, ripe fruit. And jannah is a noun which is used for fresh fruit, which is still on the tree, ready to be picked, or it has just been picked. Here, in this context, it's the trees on the fruit. Because it said, wajanal jannataini, the fruit of the gardens, they'll be danin, near meaning hanging near, hanging low, so it will be easy to pick. There is a different joy when it comes to picking fruit yourself. Right? One is that you're served, or you just go and pick it from the tray. And the other is you pick it from the tree. There's a different level of freshness, different level of flavor. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ فِيهِنَّ إِن them, Meaning in Jannah. قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ قَاصِرَاتُ Ones who limit, females who limit. What do they limit? الطرف, the glance, meaning their vision, their gaze. They limit their vision. What does this mean? As you're familiar, we have learned this earlier in Surah Safat, Ayah 48 also. وَعِنْدَهُمْ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ Two meanings of this. Firstly, it shows the contentment. Right? The contentment. And the modesty in the women of Jannah. With who? With their spouses. Because they're limiting their glances. And secondly, it also shows how handsome the men will be, that the women will just قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ They won't be looking beyond their men. You know, generally women are described as 
It's so beautiful that you can't take your eyes off of them. But here, قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ This is reflecting the beauty of the men. قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ You know there are studies that show that just looking at other people makes a person feel find their spouse or their partner less attractive. This is not anecdotal. This is studies that show that just looking at other people, meaning if a man sees a woman who's beautiful, right? he's looking at her. And the more he looks at other women, the less attractive he will find his partner. This is proven through studies. If I want, I can inshallah bring you the study and show you. Not from a Muslim country. Okay? What this shows is that they'll be so satisfied and so content that love will be there. That passion will be there. فِيهِنَّ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ لَمْ Untouched by insun قَبْلَهُمْ وَلَا جَانٌ None will have touched them. Insun, any ins, قَبْلَهُمْ before them, وَلَا جَانٌ Nor any jinn. This shows that jinn also get married to other jinn of course. Right? So, they also have partners. لَمْ يَطْمِثْهُنَّ إِنْسٌ قَبْلَهُمْ وَلَا جَانٌ Now, notice the word يَطْمِثْهُنَّ This is from the root letters. Tams. And tams is used for blood. And it actually refers to the first blood that flows as a result of first intercourse. Losing virginity. Alright? So, what this means is that their bodies will be perfect, impeccable, impeccable beauty and appearance. Untouched, unaffected. In Surah Waqi'ah, Ayah 35, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّا أَنْشَأْنَاهُنَّ إِنْشَاءً That the women of Jannah, meaning the women who will enter Jannah, Allah says that we will have created them in a new creation. فَجَعَلْنَاهُنَّ أَبْكَارًا عُرُبًا أَتْرَابًا Because what happens in this world, over time, women, they lose their bodies basically. Right? Every part of their body changes. Because of pregnancy and childbirth and nursing and then being busy with kids that you neglect your body so much. What does this teach us over here? That women and men in Jannah, beautiful bodies. An old woman once came to the Prophet and you know the joke, right? She said that, make dua that I should enter Jannah or something like that. And the Prophet said that there are no old people. And she began to cry. That, I'm old. I want to go to Jannah. And the Prophet said that people will be made young and then admitted into Jannah. Which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? You know when you come across people who are just running after physical, bodily perfection and beauty. That how, you know, they go through so much pain and one surgery after another, one treatment after another, one something after another, just to maintain that level of physical attraction, physical beauty. Well, Allah has already given that in Jannah. It will be as if they were yaqut, yaqut, rubies, red gems, marjan and coral. Coral, red coral. This is referring to their beauty and their complexion, their the freshness and the radiance on their faces. Hal 
is there jaza is jaza recompense reward of al-ihsan of excellence of good illa al-ihsan except good could it be anything but good no if a person does ihsan in this life allah will do ihsan to him you do your work excellently allah will reward you excellently because in ahsantum ahsantum li anfusikum you benefit yourself fabi ayyi ala'i rabbikuma tukadhiban wa min dunihima and besides these two this is not all of jannah allah says besides these two gardens are jannatan two other gardens this is not all of jannah there's more and more jannah The Prophet ﷺ said, there are two gardens in which everything is of silver. The vessels are of silver. Everything within it is of silver. And then there are two gardens in which everything is made of gold. The vessels and everything else is of gold. مِن دُونِهِمَا جَنَّتَانِ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ These two gardens, Allah describes them as مُدْهَامَّتَانِ Earlier, the first two gardens, ذَوَاتَ أَفْنَانِ Having branches here mudhammatan mudhammatan plural of mudhamma or dual of mudhamma rather from dalhamim and idhimam is when something is very dark extremely dark so mudhammatan dark deep green not scary right you see there's different levels of brightness different types of color So this is referring to the greenery of this garden dense dark fabi deep green color in these two gardens are springs which are nadakhatan bursting forth nadakhatan dual of nadakha noon dadkha nadkh and nadkh is to gush forth to come out forcefully bubbling out the other two gardens what was said فِيهِمَا عَيْنَانِ تَجْرِيَانِ Here, نَضَّاخَتَانِ Powerfully coming out. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ فِيهِمَا فَاكِهَةٌ In these two gardens are fruit. وَنَخْلٌ And palm trees. وَرُمَّانِ And pomegranates. A person might say, I don't like pomegranates. Well, don't worry about it. Because the pomegranates of Jannah are different. Right? And also remember that in Jannah is nothing of dunya except names. That's it. Meaning the similarity is just in names, not in the characteristics. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ فِيهِنَّ In them are خَيْرَاتٌ حِسَانٌ Again, the people of Jannah are mentioned. خَيْرَات Plural of خَيْرَة خَيْرَة Who is خَيْرَة? A woman who is very good. And حِسَان Beautiful. So not just beautiful in their appearance, but good in their manners in their words because that is real beauty right a person could be very beautiful on the outward but if they're not good in their nature in their behavior in their words that same person would appear very ugly fabi of the word hawra and hawra hur you're familiar with this i mean which woman is not familiar with this Hurun maqsurat. Maqsurat, plural of maqsura, meaning one that is reserved. Fil khiyam, in khiyam, pavilions. Khiyam is a plural of khayma, khayma is a tent. Alright? And remember that hur are another creation, which I haven't mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah. Alright? And 
here we see maqsuratun fil khiyam okay they are kept in the khiyam two things i want to mention over here firstly this shows privacy all right and secondly what this shows is that one woman will not see another woman that if a man has like three wives or something because you see ma tashtahi al-anfus don't ever ask your husband if he would like multiple wives don't ask him this is not a question that you should ask all right but if a man were to be asked what would he say you don't want to admit it right but this is how men are i mean that that's just what they like khalas so allah says maqsurat fil khiyam what this means is that one woman will not see another woman because if they were to see each other then what would happen jannah would not be jannah trust allah right trust allah he is taking care of you because he's ar-rahman he's going to give you and he's going to give others also فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان لم يطمثهن إنس قبلهم ولا جان same thing is repeated of perfect bodies فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان متكئين reclining على رفرف upon cushions what kind of cushions خضر green رفرف is the plural of رفرفه and رفرفه it is it's the plural of رفارف and رفارف is used for carpets or cushions. Fine, beautiful colored carpets or cushions. So basically something to rest on, recline on. So green cushions. وَعَبْقَرِيٍ hisan, And beautiful, عَبْقَرِي. What is this عَبْقَرِي? عَبْقَرِي. This is a word that is used to describe something that's very amazing and beautiful, unique. Basically, عَبْقَر. The Arabs would use this word to refer to a place that only the jinn would go to. Abqa, out of this world. Only the jinn would go to. Alright? So when somebody would say abqari, what does it mean? It's out of this world. It's amazing. Alright? So abqariyin hisanin. What is abqar referring to? It's describing the rafraf, the carpets, the cushions. Out of this world, beautiful, amazing, beautiful colored. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Which blessings of your Lord will you deny? Don't you see that تَبَارَكَ اسْمُ رَبِّكَ ذِي الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ تَبَارَكَ It is blessed. What is blessed? اسْمُ رَبِّكَ The name of your Lord. Who is your Lord? ذِلْ جَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Owner of majesty and honor. His name is blessed. Which name? The name that the surah begins with. And what is that name? Ar-Rahman. It's a blessed name. How is it blessed? What is barakah? When you get a lot out of something that appears to be little. Ar-Rahman. One name is mentioned. And so many mercies are listed over here. And there are many more mercies. تَبَارَكَ اسْمُ رَبِّكَ ذِي الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Others have said that the name that is Tabaraka is referring to the name ذِي الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ The name ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ This is why the Prophet ﷺ said أَلِضُّ بِيَاذَ الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Adhere to the name of Allah يَاذَ الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Meaning when you're making dua, adhere to it. 
call upon him by this name. Whatever name it is, whether it is Allah or Ar-Rahman or Ya Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram, remember the names of Allah are Mubarak. Which means that when Allah's names are mentioned, then what we're doing, the thing that we're using is going to be full of Barakah. And if the name of Allah is not mentioned, it's going to be void of Barakah. Take one example. Allah's name is mentioned at a time when an animal is slaughtered. And that animal is halal to eat. If it's not mentioned, what is that animal? Dead meat. You can't eat it. The name of Allah is a means of protection against shaitan. So He is Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram. If the name of your Lord is so blessed, then how blessed and great and majestic must He be Himself? If His name is Tabarak, then what do you think about Him? He is Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram, honorable, the one who gives honor. Jannah is mentioned over here. And in Surah Ma'arij, Ayah 35, Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ مُكْرَمُونَ They will be in Jannah, honored. Aisha radiallahu anha said that when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa would say the salam, he would sit and say, Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta ya dal jalali wal ikram. This is ar-Rahman. We want to listen to the recitation right now. فَيَوْمَئِذٍ لَا يُسْأَلُ عَنْ بِهِ وَلَا فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ يُعْرَفُ الْمُجْرِمُونَ بِسِيمَاهُمْ فَيُؤْخَذُ بِالنَّوَاصِي وَالْأَقْدَامِ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ هَذِهِ جَهَنَّمُ الَّتِي يُكَذِّبُ بِهَا الْمُجْرِمُونَ يَطُوفُونَ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَ حَمِيمٍ آنٍ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّتَانِ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ ذَوَاتَا أَفْنَانِ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ تكذبان فيهما من كل فاكهة زوجان فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان متكئين على فرش بطائنها من استبرق وَجَنَ الْجَنَّتَيْنِ دَانِ 